We are fucking assholes and you're an asshole too. That is why we started up this podcast just for you. If you are offended, if we make you want to cry, you're the reason why we shout who invited this guy. Who invited this guy? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Number six, Dan. Number six, it's great. Right. We, did, uh, we did our fifth ski last time, and that was a, that was a stellar episode. But I think we've got some bigger topics to hit. I think so as well. Yeah, long ones too. So I hope you're I hope you're actually like strapped in, stoned out of your mind with nothing else to do. Maybe a whole pizza in front of you because <laughs> yeah. uh, we got some shit to talk about. But first, uh, I'm Danny T. I'm Eric. I'm Josh. And this is the Who Invited This Guy podcast, and it's brought to you by. Uh, this week, it's brought to you yet again by the Dimple Pinch. I mean, if, if it ain't broke, why fix it? Exactly. It seriously is the smoothest scotch I've ever drank. And I'm a big whiskey drinker, too, and I've never had it until Homeboy over here brought it through. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, love very it. Very nice, very nice. It's also little, brought uh, to us by Founders All Day IPA. Oh, it's so a beer good. that we just keep on putting back mm. week after week. It's so love tasty. It. So tasty. I love my we, we really do need them to start sponsoring us, though, because I, I just so we can make half of our money back on what we're spending on them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, now, here's a sponsor we won't get much money from because they don't have much. USA Cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they have much to spare in the, uh, the marketing. And uh, USA regular. What do I see hanging out behind the uh, recording laptop, Dan? What else are you... <laughs> oh, oh look at that back there. He's holding off on I have us. A, uh, I have a, a box. That's right, a fucking box of uh, Franzia Cabernet Sauvignon. All right. Which is a very high Might as well be wine. a treasure chest. Uh, dude, I tell you, man, I used to use these on my old podcast on 22.2 The Journey, and this thing would get you through a night of music and pleasure. Just dude, we had them back to 234 C-Rock. Oh, you had to. We used to have box Cheap wine with C-Rock. We used to have beer bong box wine on New Year's. That oh. was ridiculous. <laughs> so <laughs> let's, shit like that. let's let the listeners know a little bit more about us. Um, not me personally, because you guys go back a little bit further Good, with no the recording. Good, no one's talking about you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you guys go back further with recording than I do. Um, you guys actually did a radio station together in college. Uh, no, that was me yeah. and Chris Hicks. Yeah, Chris Hicks. My yeah, other roommate, we had a radio show at our college. Okay. And then yeah. I went to Rutgers and I had a radio show with my cousin Jay. Um, yep. But what me and Josh fun. did was just podcasts. Me and Josh okay. did a podcast we called, uh, you know, because we never actually put it out there. It's actually their lost treasures. We'll never find them. They're, They're on my old computer whose yeah. hard drive took a shit yeah. or yep. something. It's gone. They are gone. But yeah, we did a, we did a podcast where we just did roundtable discussions. It was awesome. And then, of course, for a bunch of years, I did uh, six years, actually. I did 22.2 The Journey, my music podcast. I went live constantly. And live is a lot of fun. But that is quite a... a repertoire you yeah know, your six years is a twelve thousand plays on you that should show. try to get a job as a dj at a radio station i really should so i can you stop have experience so miserable yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i love my job um now, <laughs> he says through this <laughs> the pursed lips of a cigarette now jesus h christ my friends uh, tonight's episode is going to get heavy into the the religion aspect. Religion. And I think before we even start that, it's, it's important that they at least know, so we just don't sound like a bunch of schmucks sitting around drinking in a garage. Which we are. Which we are. <laughs> but uh, let's, how about a little bit of our background in terms of our religious, let's say, resume. I was raised a Roman Catholic, and that means uh, that you start your whole life off being introduced into different, what they call, what the hell is the word I'm looking for? They are... Yeah, the baptism, all that. What do they call your sacraments? Your sacraments, sacraments yes. yeah, yeah. Which are like, 
which are kind of like it's like leveling up in a video game for a Catholic. Like, ooh, I, I, I my confirmation. I'm a level eight Catholic. You know, like it's it's not cool. D and D Catholicism. And of course, later on, we'll explain what those sacraments are. I'm not going to go into all that now. So yeah, I went to CCD, did the whole nine. So I was raised Roman Catholic. So I've seen. Uh, what you know, Sunday Mass is all about. I've seen what it is when you go to Mass for the holidays and the kind of atmosphere there. And I've been around plenty of Catholic people who aren't just like, oh, we're Catholics. We go to church. I used to call them Cape Catholics. Christmas, Ashes, Palms, Easter. Yep. Only four times a year you go to church. I mean, Cape like, Catholics. Cape Catholics, baby. I mean like Catholic Catholics. You know, the fire and brimstone people. So I've been around them too. And it's, um, it fucking blows. <laughs> <laughs> I was raised a hardcore Roman Catholic. Uh, my mom is very Catholic, and my dad was Baptist. Um, so sometimes I would go to Baptist church, and sometimes I would go to Catholic church. Mostly the Catholic church. Uh, the ladies have to get their way. You understand? Of course. Um, so uh, <laughs> a lesson I for all of through, us. I went through most of my sacraments. I was never confirmed. Ah, well, I'll tell you about confirmation later on in the show. It's, <laughs> it's super exciting. Yeah, it's so fun. It's. Uh... <laughs> um, but I was an altar server for. Uh, Probably five, six years. I can't wait to ask you questions about that when we get into this. It was all right. I don't know. It's weird. I, I was baptized Roman Catholic, and they cut my dick, and and that's it. <laughs> I did also have my dick cut. Yeah. How about that, Dan? I thought. See, I thought circumcision was a normal. No, thing. that's that's Jewish. <laughs> it's religious. It's always Jewish. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so I thought it was a normal thing to be circumcised. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm clean, well, I'm clean they, cut. Well, no they do flaps. it with. Uh, they do it for cleanliness, mainly in this country now. That's the thing. It's a uh, a hygiene issue. Yeah, they so do always say that there's no medical you know, benefits to it, but I gotta be honest with you, like. I don't entirely agree with that. Even if it's not like a medical benefit, like I'm going to die or not, I, I don't want this extra like like sleeve. Like, Schmeg cheese. When you think about that, when you think about that, everybody gets all up in arms about female genital mutilation and here come the feminists. I Cutting baby already. dicks. Um, everybody is like, oh, female genital mutilation. Can you believe that Cutting they cut baby dicks. the genitals and like... All, like, lots of men have their genitals mutilated at birth. It's just something that happens. It's not a will. They don't get to choose whether or not they get to keep their dick skin. uh, Jewish, not pastor, what is it? Uh, Uh, It's a... um uh, um, a rabbi. A rabbi. rabbi. So, Why the fuck a rabbi. So long to come up with a rabbi. Rabbis. I was also, looking at a moth. I'm are sorry. we prepared to do this? <laughs> <laughs> so um, they're also a moil. The moil is the in Jewish tradition the guy who cuts the baby's penis, and then in full blown traditional shit, he then takes and sucks the blood off of the penis. And spits it into a glass. Uh, like there's a, a bit more. Don't to, tell yeah, me this shit know, still happens I've, a lot in this country. All right, not only does it happen, but multiple kids have died from reverse getting diseases from the moil, uh, and then dying. Uh, I believe the one this that is I took. Yeah, yeah, I believe a it was dark syphilis. Turn. Yeah. God. yeah. <laughs> Cutting yeah. baby dicks. Yeah. See, don't see. suck on the freshly cut baby dick. Oh, all right. Fucking weirdo. Oh, my. No, we got, we got, we're Fucking got. Fucking We went hard last real fast. <laughs> I, how, we should have known that that was the topic we're going to as soon as we saw I don't think you should have to tell a grown man not to suck a baby's dick. <laughs> it's just what I think. <laughs> and Eric lost his shit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyhow how did I get here <laughs> uh, 
um, um, yeah, there are some weird traditions and shit that. Uh, so I think our biggest is. gripe uh, that we're probably going to go through throughout the course of tonight's uh, long episode. <laughs> I think it's like baby dicks. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably no, that's, that's our biggest second gripe. biggest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not the baby dicks, then it's the altar server dicks. You know. Oh, right? yeah. uh, All right. We'll go to that. I think it's the um, it's the it's the organization and all these rules. You mean like? There's so many ways that you can be spiritual, but we have to strap all kinds of rules, and it was all creative for marketing tactics and uh, scare tactics and shit like that. And it's such a, it's kind of like what Carlin said. I'm going to you know, not directly quote him, but kind of you know, passively. He talks about politics one time. He says that everyone bitches about how politics suck, and he's like, well, where do you think politicians come from? They come from American families, American schools, yada, yada, yada. He's like, so I think something else sucks. The people suck. You know, he says the public sucks. Yeah. I do very much believe that's a huge part of the problem with religion, too. It's not so much that the idea of a, a powerful being who has good intentions is a bad thing. People make it fucking suck. Yeah. yeah. People take it and just destroy this great idea. But something that you come up to, and it's one of the reasons why I have a real problem with, um, I don't know, just organized religion and the Bible in general um, is that throughout, especially the Old Testament, God is a dick. I know. Yeah. God it's is brutal. a raging asshole. Yeah, he's a real he asshole. smites all kinds of people for doing the dumbest small for doing fun shit. He blew yeah. up two cities because there were some queers there. Yeah, yeah, for doing the dumbest small things wrong is what I'm saying. Like, you're not allowed to suck your sheep's cock on Tuesday after the Sabbath on the third day of the month. And um, there goes my week. Or yeah. you or you burn in hell's fire. Like, there's, there's no... <laughs> Wait, that's the rule you have a problem with? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just an example. I was thinking about meat on Fridays during Lent, and you're over here talking about sheep. That, <laughs> that is, uh, dude, that's all I've done at you so far is baby dick and sheep dick. Okay. <laughs> Can you We're working a on a theme, Dan. We're working on a theme here. Jesus um, Just the fact that if uh, they say that God loves you, and they say that God cares and is always listening, and he's an ever-loving and forgiving God and stuff, but then there's that problem with the Old Testament. And God isn't forgiving at all. God will murder in the story of Job. God murders Job's entire family, smites them with pestilence, and kills them, takes his land away. You mean when God gambles, gambles, God gambles with Satan. Yes, I know this story. Those who don't know this fucking story. And he's testing Job's faith, you know? And uh, that is not the kind of God that I would ever want to be associated with. That's fucking sick and sadistic and and here's the up. thing, that's not actually, and here's the thing, like, we sit around and we're like, we read that book, we hear these excerpts, and we're like, mad at God. It's a made-up fucking story. <laughs> yeah, poor <laughs> God's probably up there like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I never did that shit! <laughs> <laughs> right. What's the story where the uh, angel comes down and talks to the man and tells him he needs to kill his son? Uh, so Abraham, he, I Abraham, think. I think it's yeah. Abraham. And he takes him out son. to the cliff and he's about to kill him and then the angel comes down like, whoa, 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 nope, you passed. You passed the test. You were gonna, Don't kill him. You were gonna, and that's good. It's good that you were gonna kill your son. Because God said to do it. Yep. He told Abraham to kill Isaac, his son. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Testing your faith. It, it, that's another thing that's really fucked up is just the the just the word faith. You know, faith just sounds like such a nice flowy word. It does. What it means is you not must, paying attention. You must believe in something yes. that you can't see. What it means is not paying attention into your entire reality and all of science and just focusing 
on the fact that this exists and you believe in it and it will take care of you going against all kinds of scientific proof and reproof and reproof and adjusting the theory and reproving it and always being proved wrong and trying to advance scientific knowledge. But God's just testing you. Yeah, yeah. Dinosaurs were put there 12,000 years ago in order to test our faith. Well, faith, faith, I don't think, is a word that actually tells you to be ignorant of everything else. I think blind devotion would be that. Faith just means that you... That know is, it, you know it exists. That is the Catholic is it, religion. Is well, blind yeah. devotion. It's blind just another devotion, way blind. of saying faith. Yeah, they're the it. same thing. But real faith is like because faith again is such a great thing to have faith in something. It's a belief in something you it's can't It's an prove. uplifting feeling. You know what I mean? And the idea of an all-powerful being that is, if they stopped here, if it was like there's an all-powerful being, it's kind of neutral. Luck is kind of like a thing. Luck kind of is a thing, because if I like to believe that it's all just, it's all running together. There's no good, there's no bad, it's just this ongoing flow of energy, and some, I do believe there is some other thing. I feel like there's karma. There's yeah. something that involves that. But like, once you start yeah. strapping, like, oh, by the way, I happen to come up with this list of ten rules, you gotta follow this shit, or you're gonna burn forever. Like, <laughs> who decided that? A, a well, redundant list. were taken from uh, the Egyptian religions. Oh, yeah. The All Egyptian the Abrahamic religions are based on multi-theistic religions. The Egyptian Book of the Dead, in, I think it's chapter, or, or song 125, um, has every single one of the Ten Commandments in it. The Ten Commandments are taken directly from the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Really? Yep. And... Not only that, like, so you're saying the Egyptians showed the first, like, oh, this is where the Ten Commandments came from, but all faiths have their, I'll call them pillars, because, you know, Islam has the five pillars of Islam, you know, you got the commandments. I don't know about Judaism. I, I tried looking. I don't think they have, like, a, a basic Dude, Judaism general. has a Bible full of laws Judaism that they need to follow. Judaism follows the Old Testament. Yeah, Judaism's just the Old Testament. It's I just think... Christianity cut in half. And yeah. please, guys, come on to Twitter and correct us, but I'm, I'm thinking uh, Judaism has something to the tune of, like, 320 tenets that need to be followed. Really? Uh, it's an enormous list of things. Now like that I've never you heard. Can't, uh, you can't bathe the babe in the mother's milk, meaning you can't eat a meat product and a milk product in the same meal because you're bathing the babe in the mother's milk, I you think know, is this what is, this that is. Not, is. No, this is not a very... What he's talking about does ring a couple bells here, but just like I, Christianity has, it's different branches here and there and they follow these rules they follow these rules they do too Judaism same way you have Hasidic Jews you know the ones that you see with the curls and shit you know, like and they people. follow Very, every yeah. one of those rules to the T oh, they have to although they have in a made up place they have two refrigerators for kosher and non-kosher, non-kosher foods. foods they can't they have each other. two wow. uh, toasters for kosher and non-kosher bread I think they have two sinks to wash pots that are blessed. So then they are allowed to eat the non-kosher shit? They are allowed to eat non-kosher food, but it's very, like, I don't know. There's there's rules. I should have interviewed someone before we did that. I should have done a little bit of research. We should always do more research. (laughs) (laughs) But But we don't, so fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You want facts? Go to CNN. (laughs) (laughs) Fake news. Hashtag fake news. (laughs) tonight's not so much about facts as it is just our I think our Our take on the shit our take on the shit and us trying to wrap our head around the general idea yeah we're not giving you anything that you need to learn just our opinions on it you know let me tell you something so here's here was my biggest gripe growing up with the uh, 
with Catholicism. And Josh, of course, you'll be able to chime in on this one as well. Uh, you'll know what I'm talking about. So the sacraments. I'll try to do something brief here. I'll let you guys know what the sacraments are. Sacraments are different stages of like an acceptance into the religion that you go through. When you're first born, you're baptized. For those of you who don't know what baptism is, is when you get either dunked in water, typically... The traditional way is they just pour a little water over the baby's head. And try not to drown the baby. And the idea behind that is they wash you away (laughs) of original sin. What a ridiculous idea that you're already born with sin. The fact that Eve ate a goddamn apple 12,000 years ago and I'm fucked. Like, fuck you. No way. You mean 2,000? No, no. 2,000 was Christ. (laughs) That was the time of Christ. But then there's the Old Testament before that. Staunch religious people believe that the earth was created 12,000 years ago and that dinosaurs were put here to test our faith that's it i mean who how can you be now i'm gonna get into that anyway so the sacraments (laughs) (laughs) yep so now here's here's my biggest problem the sacraments okay so okay so you get your head washed with water it it doesn't hurt anybody both my kids are baptized um Mm -hmm. you know jess is more religious i was baptized and that's where my parents left it and they let me go if i ever they asked me a few times do you want to go to church because they were both forced to go to church my mom mainly was forced to go to church as a kid she fucking hated it she said it was a snooze fest Mm. and she it made her hate religion so she said if i wanted religion in my life i could ask for it at any point in time but she wouldn't force it on me some free will involved there now my that's fucking awesome yeah. yeah My grip was in second grade. In second grade, you need to make your penance, okay? Penance, That's the scariest, weirdest time of a second uh, grader's life. It's uh, <laughs> Penance is confess. Now, listen to this. You're about eight, and you need to go to this strange man who's inside of a box that separates you, a dark You never box. talked to him before. He's a stranger who He's you're not, not even, supposed to talk to. He's By the way, for most you. for most of this, uh, Josh and Dan are going to be talking at me and teaching me because I did not have religious <laughs> upbringing. <laughs> so you go into this box called a confessional, and you're separated in this dark box, a little thing for you to kneel on, and behind this sliding door is a screen, just a square screen just to reveal a guy's side of his face because he doesn't even look at you. He looks away from you. He looks away from you, and you're supposed to say, I don't even remember what the fuck you're supposed to say, uh, bless me, Father, for it's been whatever since my last confession, or bless me, Father, is my first. And you have to sit there and come up with sins. Now, you're eight years old. Eight years old. old. I told him I threw rocks at squirrels. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what else to say. (laughs) You gotta come up with something to feel guilty about if you're Catholic. I don't know if I even threw rocks at squirrels. It was just what popped into my head. I didn't make shit up too. So you lied during your first confession. Absolutely, that's a sin. And it's awful the way these conversations go, especially in the Catholic religion, because I told him that I stole a toy from, from my brother one time. And, you know, it's always, Father O'Neill, tell me, Daniel, about your sins. And I'm like, uh, I stole a toy. He's like, oh, did you steal a, what, what kind of toy was it, Daniel? Tell me more. And I'm like, it's like an action figure. Was it a Ken doll with a smooth, do you like smooth chests, what Daniel? The <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the fuck? What the fuck? I don't really like smooth chest. Dan's oh, getting tell, a little honest. Tell me more about the smooth chest Ken doll, Dan. Tell me more about it. <laughs> you can't see the guy. <laughs> and it's just absolutely, it's terrifying. It's ridiculously terrifying, especially <laughs> in that age. And they have to, now you're so now here you are committing another sin while confessing your sins. You're lying. Yeah. You're sitting there lying to a guy who's claiming to be the replacement of God. Thou shalt not bear false witness. And there I am bearing false witness against squirrels. <laughs> this fluffy tail fox. But I think to force a kid at eight years old to find reason to find things he did wrong and then have this. Uh, I just why can't I go home and say. Hey God, 
Look, why can't I just look up at the sky and say, exactly. hey, God, look, I, I did some things that I know weren't right. I am sorry. Why Why do I have to have this dude here telling I me? I never felt like I needed a medium yeah. to transpire between me and the Lord, you know? And if suddenly, I want to talk to God, I'll talk to him. And the worst part is he's back there. What, what do they have, like a Catholic calculator where they just start punching shit in you did and it comes up and just spits out how many prayers you're supposed to say. <laughs> well, according to the Catholic calculator, yeah. Daniel, you're supposed to do two nope. Hail Marys and an Our Father. They come up with <laughs> all that shit on the spot, man. Just right on the spot. Just making shit just up. whatever they feel the penance deserves, how much time, you know, they probably have a, a system of time there's no dedicated way they have a, to the Lord. There's no way they have an actual system, though. I tell you they make that shit up on the spot. They do not have a book where they, like, slide your age one part of the graph and then the number of sins you of have. They, they, meet, they meet in the middle like a multiplication table and find out how many fucking <laughs> yeah. players you're supposed to It's say. just a dude, you know? It's just a dude sitting back there probably jerking off to all the stories uh, you know, <laughs> ladies cheating on their husbands and shit and he just comes up with punishments on the spot. It's fun for him, you know? <laughs> Well, forget, we'll skip the prayers, Daniel. If you spend a Sunday alone with me upstairs, <laughs> you'll be absolved. In the Anything. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> Are you okay with that, Daniel? I'm fucking leaving. I'm out. <laughs> I gotta go. I know I'm eight. I just said fuck, but I'm out. <laughs> Put that on my list, the shit I did wrong. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. That's um, the worst one. So, uh, just like going off in a slightly different direction... Um, the reasons why people need religion, you know, why people feel like they need religion, and my rebuttals to those reasons, at least two of them, I think. Ooh, then can I give you a reason? You give me a rebuttal? Because I know you have a rebuttal to the one big reason why people need religion. Okay. They need it because they're scared of being nothing after they die. They're scared of losing their consciousness. Yeah. They're scared you are of nothing, you are exist. worthless. Enjoy it. To that I say, <laughs> say my friend. To that I say, the world existed before you were born and everything was fine. And the world exists while you're asleep in bed, unconscious, lost consciousness. I don't know about you guys, but when I go to sleep, I just go to sleep and wake up. It's kind of how it is. Like I might dream in the middle and stuff, but I just pretty much just, I don't remember anything. I'm just laying in bed, and then my alarm's going off in the morning. Right. That's death. Minus dreams. Minus, Minus dreams. the dreams, but I have... rarely dream. You know, I rarely do have any dreams, at least any that I can remember. But my point is, why are you afraid of unconsciousness when it happens to you every night? Well, it's the finality of So I'm going to give you, you don't mind the, de uh, the no. devil's advocate. Go for it. As a real human being, i got to tell you, man, I am terrified of nothing when I go. <clears throat> I really enjoy who I am, my loved ones, the idea of nature and rocks and grass and dogs and how you're doing today and let's go on trips and friends and family. And, yeah. You know what I mean? But the Every idea that is one great. day it'll end and I just am no, <clears throat> it's the concept of I'm here and then I'm fucking not. But you weren't. I know you I was weren't ever here. But I don't you remember that. ever here, and then suddenly you can't even remember when you come into the world. You can't Ugh. even remember your first. See, you know, but doesn't that bug you out a little no, bit? That's no, that's not the scary part for me. All right, so death is the period at the end of your sentence. I'm worried about the last paragraph. 
I'm worried about getting yes. old, becoming How immobile, shitting my shit pants, yep. breaking my leg because I step weird. That's what I'm yep. terrified of. Yep. I don't. Death will be the period at the end of that horrifying last paragraph. Well, that's paragraph. why really old, yeah. decrepit people are like, they're like, aren't you afraid to die? They're like, no. No. I can't this even, fucking sucks. I've been sitting in this Depends for eight months. <laughs> my Nobody will change me. No, my grandmother chose. She said, you know what? I could go back... I could have my heart done again, and she she knew it. She knew it was her last day, and she said, "You know what? Get the family together. Tell them I love them, and uh, don't let the ambulance come pick me up." And she got a little scared, and then they called for the ambulance, and she passed away in her own bed instead of being yet again opened and closed by Deborah. She was part of the Zipper Club, where they just opened and closed her chest so many times. She was right. part of the Zipper Club. You hear that fucking cricket? It's time to get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go on cricket. <laughs> so this is almost a nature podcast. We should okay. pretend we're not in a garage, that we're in <laughs> yeah. the middle of a beautiful field. Or just in the middle of the woods at well, night. You know? And honestly, well, I know guys, you have a hard time telling today, Pots, but we're not in a garage. <laughs> <laughs> the pear that I ate earlier today was fucking delicious. Was it? So mind-alteringly delicious. Sour. Pears and peaches, dude. Pears I don't know if it was right, Pots. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say it I, was very ripe. Did it was you a little over? You yeah. ate the sticker, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Indeed. So what's so? What do you feel like is another reason why people latch to religion? What's, um, like, what's like another key element that you feel like Josh has his fucking five subject <laughs> notebook out with notes? Um, my this my other big one. Prepared. I kind of brought it up earlier, but just the fact it blows my mind. That religion that has its very staunch beliefs where you are required to believe these things to be part of this religion. And science that disproves so many of these religious things and has over the years. The fact that they can coexist in someone's mind, in millions of people's minds, as both holding water... And both being viable, true statements, uh, it, it confuses be, the fuck out of me. Because there's got to be a hardcore, there has to be a hardcore, you know, uh, biologists and physicists and all kinds who are also, at the same time, hardcore into their religion, Catholicism or whatever. Yeah. And how do you exist in that? That seems like a day-to-day. How do you cons- exist in that? I mean, that seems like worse than being bipolar. When you believe, through your religion, that the earth is flat. And the sky above... What do you mean it's not flat? The earth is flat, <laughs> and the sky above the atmosphere uh, is water. It's called the firmament. It's water up there. And then there's the atmosphere, and then there's the flat earth. Well, it's not necessarily flat. We're on the back of a giant turtle through space. You know not that. in Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why. Hinduism? I don't know what that is. I believe that's Hinduism. We're in a big turtle. Or no, no, yeah. no, no. I did look that up once. That's a, a Native American belief. And you know it's also somewhere in India, one of those uh, subsects of religion has it, but um, the Native Americans believe uh, that's one of them. Back now, the I'm actually so glad you, you brought Native Americans, because, uh, okay, so now that theory obviously sounds ridiculous to us, because we are modernized people who have been outside of the world, and we've been on the moon, and we've se- well, we've apparently been on the moon. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> seen, Most likely. Josh will fill us in on that one later. I don't but, know anything about that shit. I don't give a fuck. We've got to ask you, Native Americans... Despite some of the outlandish beliefs they had, but they were outlandish because of where they were at the time. They didn't know. You know what I mean? Like they made the best they made the best analogies of what they could with the world. But Native Americans really had it right. The idea of we kill an animal, 
nature We use worship. every piece of it. Yeah, and then you thank the sun god. You thank the grass god. You know, you, you, you know, that's, to me, that actually is a, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with, even if it's not doing anything positive, it's also not doing anything negative to kill a buffalo, supply your whole tribe with weapons and furs and food, and then just turn, even if it is to an imaginary thing, and say, thank you for this. No one's getting hurt by that. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and it teaches you appreciation. And see, and that's what they have. Sure right. beats the Crusades. <laughs> <laughs> they appreciated what they had, and that's a beautiful view of a religion. They, and again, they don't view it as religion. They just view it as thanking Mother Earth and for what she's given And we showed up and called them savages. Yeah. yeah, like that. We like, showed up like, look at these savages who <laughs> use the land properly. Who needs a car? I got a car. It runs on coal. Who yep. wants to keep burning coal? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... The original people, like, just old, old, ancient people, they all started off worshipping the sun. The sun. Right. Because the sun is like just the giver of life it brings warmth it grows your crops absolutely uh, it evaporates water into the sky that causes rain like sun provides everything that earth has all plants all animals nothing would exist without the sun and maybe it maybe these old religions because we honestly have no idea how far back they go maybe they knew more than us back then maybe um, through oral religion, it was passed down. Like there was a time well, where the sun using Catholicism. Yeah, but <laughs> in the Old Testament. <laughs> well, no, it's no longer oral religion at that point. It's written. Oh yes, it is, Eric. It is oral religion. Oh, oh, I'll that... teach you more about it upstairs. <laughs> that oral. More, Eric. Okay. <laughs> God damn it! I lost my point. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he lost his point too. Down your throat. <laughs> Oh man, it's gonna keep devolving to that all night, isn't it? But you're no. right; they probably did know. They probably did and, know better. And they, well, they would have stories passed down from generation to generation, saying their times where the sun wouldn't come for long periods of time. So maybe they came from the northern reaches, right. where the sun, uh, like how in modern times in Alaska, they get days of darkness and days of light because of the way the Earth tilts on its axis. So maybe they knew from back then, from traveling word that like. If the sun's not there, everything gets cold and awful and terrible. So, of course, they're going to worship the sun. Makes sense. It's it's a logical thing. When you don't know shit about shit, and all you know is what you see in the sky... To make those assumptions, it's it's totally rational. It's a better but, religion for me because I can fucking see the sun. I can feel the yep, rays on my face. Makes you feel good, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I can smell the flowers that it's helping to grow. I can use my five senses to realize that the sun is reality. But at the same token, I gotta say, all through summer in New Jersey, I spend a lot of my time looking up and going, fuck this fucking sun and this heat and this shit sucks. It's really not that bad when you can be on Venus where it's like 400 degrees well, all the time. And you know? Venus <laughs> oh <my laughs> Toxic atmosphere yeah. of we'll, sulfur. We'll get into a planet episode some other time. <laughs> yeah, and show you guys how much we really know. Even as you across the sea, like, you know, it's funny how they were, you know, pagans, you know, the heathens and pagans, pagans, druids, all them, like, it was a lot of, it was a lot of nature worship, you know what I mean? Yep, it's nature worship and... It's stories that these people came up with to explain the things that they couldn't explain. Yeah. And, uh, like, the sun and the moon and stars, they gave them all personalities, and they were people, and they all had myths about, you know, going back 
through history into their lives and their mothers and fathers, you know, and all the the, the gods that came before them and shit. So um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the many different gods that have gone on throughout history and a little bit about some, not all of them, definitely, there are hundreds of them, but some things that I found and other people have found in common between all of these different religions. So, um, we have Horus, who was... Horus! <laughs> Horus! Yeah, we got who, Horus. An, an Egyptian god, um, he was a celestial god, he was uh, sometimes referred to as the god of the sun, uh, he was known, kind of looked like a falcon, uh, he was a falcon god that had the sun as a right eye and the moon as a left eye or whatever. This is just how people personified this god. Well, it makes total sense. But um, <laughs> there are uh, certain aspects of Horus that ring true with other gods that I'm going to describe to you. So, Fantastic. I'm going to give you a short history of Horus. He was born on December 25th to Isis and Osiris. There was a star in the east. Did everyone catch that? December 25th? There was Carry a star on. in the east <laughs> while when he was born, uh, which was seen by three kings that followed the star to find yep. him. Uh, he traveled with 12 disciples throughout his life, performing miracles like healing the sick and walking on water. Dead serious. All of these yeah, things are totally He was betrayed Egyptian by a man religions. named Typhon, crucified, crucified, was dead for three days, and then was resurrected. Get well, that's rose, rose back to the sky is the way it's really? written. But that's yes. Horus. Yes. So apparently, as the story goes, um, Horus would then uh, ride across the sky and fight Set, who was the underworld god of night the and devil. darkness and death. You know. Um, so it was this duality thing between light and dark. Uh, life and death, good and evil. The this the thing, classics. This the has Greeks. this has transpired throughout human history. Just this concept for since the beginning of time. The Greeks had uh, Zeus and Hades. Yep, Zeus and Hades, Mount Olympus, and then the god of the underworld. And the the Roman version of that, of course, is is Jupiter and Pluto. Yep. So same thing. Okay, so we move on to Attis of Greece around 1200 BC. They worshipped Attis. Born of a virgin on December 25th, he was crucified, dead for three days, and resurrected. Uh, we have Krishna of India, around 900 BC, born of a virgin. There was a star in the east announcing his presence. He, was, he performed miracles, he had disciples, and he was also resurrected after his death. There was Dionysus of Greece, around 500 BC, born of a virgin on December 25th. He was a traveling teacher who performed miracles, turned water into wine. He was known as the King of Kings. Stop Alpha shooting the expensive liquor, Dan. <laughs> no, you deserve that heartburn, you well, son of a bitch. Well, this is stressing me out. You gotta, you gotta call my Monsignor. He was known as God's only begotten son. This is Dionysus, okay? And he was resurrected after his death. Um, and then we have Mithra from Persia, 1200 BC, way before Dionysus. Born of a virgin on December 25th, he had 12 disciples, they performed miracles, he was dead for three days, he was resurrected, known as the truth, the light, and many other things that they referred to him as, they worshipped him on Sunday. Then we come to the most recent 
of the gods. Oh, are we going to start Christ. talking about Mormonism? Jesus oh, okay, Christ. Not, senior, not that recent. My senior, why did you lie to me? Well, Daniel, the difference between those religions and ours is that ours is right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary in Bethlehem on December 25th. There was a star in the east announcing his birth. Three kings followed it to adore the baby. He had 12 disciples. He was a traveling teacher who performed miracles. He was the king of kings, son of God, Alpha and Omega, light of the world, all names that he was known as. He was betrayed by Judas, crucified. He was dead for three days, and he was resurrected. Now, I had no idea there was that many with the exact same, not even like, oh, we each have ten rules. And like, this sure story Josh goes back there are millennia. So this is, right. There yeah. are Since like, the beginning at of least time. 30 that I was like looking at that all have similar qualities. So since yeah. the dawn of humans getting together and deciding back there was a millennia. god, they have been just retelling the same story yeah. with and slightly different twists. There is a scientific astrological reason why all these things are the way they are. Okay. So, Ooh, this, the star someone in the did east, their research. Someone's real sexy right now. The star <laughs> <in> the <laughs> <east>. <laughs> I love my, a man with a brain. My nipples are hard, but I mean they they're always hard. So. <laughs> the size of his brain matches his beard. Mm. <laughs> so, the star in the east was Sirius, which is the brightest star in the night sky. It's the brightest star, and on December twenty fourth. It is in the east um, and aligns with the three brightest stars of Orion's belt, belt right, which okay. since way back in history have been known as the Three Kings. And they've also, they're also, that's conspiracy, not conspiracy, but that's ancient alien theory, but that's where man started from, is that three, that the aliens who came down and brought us our gene, the missing link, that they come from that three things because like the pyramids line up with those three you ever watch any of that yep. ancient alien shit mm -hmm. the pyramids line up with those three stars and shit like that and there's all yep. kinds of like spaceman looking carvings on their walls and shit <laughs> this is great so so on december 24th um they line up with the three brightest stars in orion's belt the three kings and the four of those stars point towards the spot exactly on the horizon where the sun rises on december 25th Hmm. And December 25th in itself is a very important and special day because, again, going back throughout millennia and now we start talking about what is an age and um, the, the uh, cycle of it. What is it called? The fucking... Let me get the right term for this shit. <laughs> this was... Chapter 2, paragraph 4. <laughs> this was... Where is this shit? Jesus. No, this is reality. We're not, we're reality. not cutting any of this shit. No, we don't. Just like the bee fight. <laughs> uh, the procession of the equinoxes is what this is. The procession yeah. of the equinoxes Oh, is and that's been followed due for, to, like you said, millennia. Due to a wobble, a very slow wobble in the rotation of the Earth, um, It on the spring equinox every year, um, not every year, but for a certain period of time, the sun will appear in a certain constellation in the sky. The sun rises on the spring equinox in a certain constellation in the sky, and because of the wobble, it rotates counterclockwise backwards through the year. Like, we start at Capricorn, we move to Aquarius, we move to... What's next? Libra? I don't even fucking oh, man. know. You're, but you're jogging that's, my memory. That's the regular <laughs> procession of the constellation. This goes backwards uh, through the constellations due to this massive slow wobble uh, that takes a period of 26,000 years to complete, which is known as the Great Year. See, now this seems to me like a lot of laziness. People, one dude, wrote, one real dude wrote this shit. Whoever the first guy was to write this story. Dude. 
this was this is what makes me think that humans have been here for much longer than what anybody is talking about and i have my own theories about are you a theory of atlantis kind of guy i'm more a theory of cyclical humans explain because i'm fucking stupid (laughs) all right we're going off on a totally different thing but real quick (laughs) uh, this is this is how humans start off in the stone age or whatever they're in caves they uh gain technology they realize how to use um uh, metal and they get into the iron age and whatever and then they realize uh how to use steam and they get into the steam age they realize technology they get into the technology age they go incredibly technological Something happens, either a big natural disaster Nuclear. or humans destroy <laughs> themselves. Cyberdyne systems. Right. Reduce Steiner. themselves completely <laughs> back to the Stone Age and start over, and it takes millennia to get back up to where we were. And right. I think right now we're right at the end, like this age that we're in. We're in the age of Pisces right now, and around 2150 AD, we enter the age of Aquarius, and like. When you enter a new age throughout history, like you throw away the beliefs and the things of the old age and you embrace and move into the new age. Like that's the... Well, it sounds like they just restart with all the same shit over again. That's why I'm saying it seems like laziness because it seems like one... Okay, so they came up with the first story with Horus or whoever the first guy was with the 12 and the born to a virgin. Well, the Mesopotamians had their own religion and then the Greeks had their own... But we're going off right now. What Dan's talking about is the Egyptian religion. Right, but then it seems like, okay, so then a guy pieces... Like, you know, then the Egyptian empire crumbles and all that shit. A few people who believed in all that, they fucking scattered to a different area. They don't have their own belief system. Some of their writings are with them, and they join new people. They're like, what do you believe in? We don't know shit. And they're like, well, and then they kind of rewrite it just a little bit, but the same fucking basic shit is happening yep. every but time. But it's, it's what they're seeing in the sky. What's appearing in the sky yeah. is what... So there is all these ridiculous of, There's some sort of basis. Now, I believe that you may be stretching something a little bit. So what I'm thinking is all of these religions from what we know is the uh, the dark ages or the, you know back before uh, we were intelligent enough to write and dark ages. properly what a time communicate. To be alive, you know? <laughs> this is just a you know so this is they, just a, a theory, you know, it's mm-hmm. not anything that yeah, I no. think is true. I also think that we live on the surface of an electron that's uh, orbiting around the nucleus of an atom that's in some All dude's right. balls. You so know? the end of but, Men in Black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With so, the marbles. Shit. Exactly. Exactly. What I'm getting at is that we get to the age where Christianity takes hold. So they're just taking the story and realizing, okay, we're entering a new age as they knew it at the time, and there must have been a large conflict... And they realized that by rewriting the story with their god and their means and their tenets, that they could then they could then Roman Catholic take all of these savages and control them. And that was actually that was the biggest that was that was the biggest campaigns of the Roman Empire. They were you know like the Germanic tribes like they were knocking out savage peoples to bring this new the Celts the Druids. Uh, yeah. The Germans, yeah, or, which we don't know them. if they were actually German. Um, I don't know if uh, any of you listeners get real deep on podcast land, but check out Dan Carlin, Hardcore History. Uh, he just put out one about the Celts, um, the fall of the Celts, and it was about okay. the Roman Empire as a, a phenomenal lesson. Um, to give you a little bit more uh, information about the intro of the uh catholic era or the christian era 
So you ready okay. for me to take the baseball bat of religion and hit that ball and hit to a different direction? <laughs> no, right. not yet. I'm, not yet. I'm still going on this history of religion thing. I gotta, right. I gotta. Let me just light up. up another USA. I gotta, I gotta finish a shot. <laughs> All right. So um, I had said uh, that the sun on December 25th rises at the spot in on the horizon that Sirius and the three kings line up and point to. Right. Um, so the reason why December 25th is such an important date is because December 22nd is the winter, winter solstice. Or solstice, right. That is, solstice. that is the day of least sunlight. It mm-hmm. is the day that the sun rises the lowest in the sky. And when you're in the Northern Hemisphere, which is where most of these fucking religions take place, we're all up here in the Northern Hemisphere, um, It the sun looks as if it moves, well, it does, it moves toward the south, uh, by like one degree or two every day when it rises, it rises one degree farther south as you go from the summer solstice towards the winter solstice. Okay. So the sun is moving south throughout that whole period of time, and on the winter solstice, December 22nd, it reaches the spot where it is the farthest south that it will get that year. And it rises at that spot on the 22nd, and then something weird happens. It rises at the same spot on the 23rd, the same spot on the 24th, three days, the 22nd, the 23rd, <laughs> the 24th. The sun is dying. The sun dies on the 22nd, the time of the least amount of light, dead for three, three days. days. Ah. And on December 25th, the sun rises one degree farther north which signals the coming of spring, the foreshadowing of warmer temperatures, of food, and of famine, and, uh, you know, you just light and warmth. And that is why we celebrate on December 25th the birth of the sun. I did not learn the this. Son the sun is the sun. S-U-N. Think about that. Ah, uh, the sun. The son light. of God, the, the light of the world, the human savior. I didn't learn this much in fucking The sun. Because <laughs> they're not trying to teach you they're that their religion's bullshit. <laughs> so, really, and I have a great quote here from one of America's founding fathers, Thomas Paine, who ah, says, um, Christian religion is a parody on the worship of the sun in which they put a man called Christ in place of the sun and pay him the adoration originally paid to the sun. Now, yeah. why that? That is why did we have control. And it that is, is all why. about that is why. control. Why is this turning and into I a man? And I have something about that, too. Why is so, turning into a man instead because, of the sun? Listen, because a sun is, is a body. It's a body of gas, and we don't understand it, but we understand man. humans. Right, we understand human beings. And religion is like mythology. You know, it, it's stories that people told to each other to make them feel better about things that they didn't know and all that shit. Religion is a myth. Political powers at the time realized if they took the mythology and turned it into history, into shit that actually happened, that people would listen to that. But we can't get people to pay attention in fucking real history class. We can't get people to actually pay attention this to like is, real... It, no, I'm saying... I'm like talking it's, about it's, thousands of years ago when people were incredibly stupid and had no idea what a thunderstorm was and didn't realize yeah, why it was agreeing, cold in the wintertime. I'm wintertime. actually agreeing with you. I'm, I'm saying that like you know, it's hard enough to get people to learn their own history, but yet people will sink their teeth into this history that was you know, pretty yeah. much just thrown at us. Yep. And it's all... There are so many different uh, historians who really dig in deep here and find that... The writings of Christianity have some basis, and then they're elaborated on in the Bible. 
And the Bible has been rewritten how many times, Josh? I'm sure Quite you can tell me. Uh, I don't know exactly in, how many times. From where we're at now, I believe there have been eight translations on the Bible. Which means every single one of those people, when the word white does ma- not match up with the word white, they created their own word and their own meaning there. Right. If you ever pay, you ever watch the movie Snatch? Yeah. yeah. In the very beginning, the guys who are pretending to be Jewish to break into yeah. that bank, they're having a conversation on camera. They're talking about how it's very possible because the word virgin in a different language uh, could translate to young girl, and that's it. Yeah. So that Jesus possibly wasn't conceived, obviously, of a virgin, but it just translated into young girl, which then throws the entire religion off. Yep. It yeah. changes the whole yep. fucking thing. Yep. Because oh, there's, a region, thing. there's a reason why that's he was why born Jesus, of a virgin. That's why Jesus is white in all the movies. There's a reason why he was born of a virgin is because on December 25th, when the sun rises in the sky, it rises in the constellation Virgo. Ah, virgin. The Virgin. See, also I... known as, uh, I guess because of the shape of the constellation, Virgo is also known as the House of Bread. Bethlehem, translated, means exactly House of Bread. No shit. He was born in Bethlehem to a virgin. He was... So he was born in a Stroman factory. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Which is exactly what happens in Which the sky really every means single is year. his mom had a yeast infection. In the, in the <laughs> Northern Hemisphere, you can go outside on December 25th at sunrise and see this happen. See, I thought the whole use of the Virgin was yet another control thing because, you know, people aren't going to get behind an all-powerful good being who is born of some fucking dirty back alley smut. So they have to, they use Virgin yeah. to birth the son because that's the only way for you to really get the idea of how pure this being well, truly special. is. Well, he was special. He's the son of God. Right. That's a, but I think um, that was like the original form of making sure that we, uh, we slut shame. Yeah, I mean, just, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not born of a dirty back alley whore. Really, it was Mary, Ma- Mary Magdalene who probably had fucking Jesus, and everyone's like, no, 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 how Absolutely. This chick, how's this chick over here? <laughs> no, Jesus had Mary Magdalene over and over and over again. <laughs> probably, in that whole Wait, section. was he fucking that... his mom? I'm confused. I don't, no. I Mary don't Magdalene religion. is not Mary, mother of God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't religion. <laughs> um, and, uh, and about this whole thing, there are going to be people who are like, well... Josh, I realize what you're saying about the birth of Christ and the three the three kings and the star in the east and shit, but the resurrection of the sun, which is taking place around the same time, has nothing to do with when we celebrate the resurrection Actually, of the right, sun. We do that in the spring. We do that in the spring. Right, Easter. The the uh, right around the time of the spring equinox, which is the day that daytime is the overtakes nighttime in duration. Right. So the sun literally conquers death on the day of the spring equinox, and that's when we celebrate Easter. (laughs) The resurrection of the sun. (laughs) I'm so glad one of us did our research. (laughs) Jesus, you know, he died on the cross. Um, I got something about that too. He died on the cross, which is, you know, and he died and he suffered and he resurrected after three days, and that is why... A big bunny stops at your house. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's to celebrate fertility. It's the pagan celebration of fertility. Okay, so, um, oh, but you've still got more research. Yes, it. yes. Um, about why um, Jesus was crucified, why there's a cross. Mm-hmm. It's because when the sun rises on December 25th in the constellation Virgo, it's also in directly in the vicinity of the Southern Cross which is a constellation of four bright stars that if you draw, you know, a cross in between them, it makes a cross. It's known as the Southern Cross. That's why the sun, well, I guess that's on well, see, uh, the I thought, winter solstice. I thought that was a Crosby The winter solstice, thing. the sun dies <laughs> on the cross. You know, it goes, it, the sun goes down in the, in the south. 
in the area of the Southern Cross. It dies on the cross. It's dead for three days. And then it starts to rise a little bit farther north, which signals the end of winter. Uh, Josh, why don't you just take it from here, Pots? Let's go to Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's pretty much all I have as far as uh, as research and shit goes. Well, you de- there's definitely... Those I do have some list- questions that I'm going to bring up later. Well, but. the people right now who are listening, there's got to be a few who are just sitting there with their mouth open like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> They're at home just... Continue this disbelieving everything they've ever been taught. Yeah, so basically what I found... And then I there's found... a thousand Christians going, these fucking scumbags. Yeah. Click and turn us <laughs> Shutting off. Shutting us off. Go don't want to hear what you don't want to hear. I'm going to turn on Joel Osteen's podcast. Love that guy. He sells you his smile, my friends. He sells you his smile. Feels good. So now the route I was going to take, you know, to go on a whole different course with this religion thing because you know, there's so it's it's easy to pick apart religion I will say this it's much harder to defend religion than it is to pick it apart it's blatantly out there to because pick it apart because it's you know mythology I mean? that's been accepted as fact right. myth backing is that much harder so in the spirit of that I and that will, is why faith is so important in the uh, spirit of that I will do a little bit of backing about religion I've got to say, our country, the world, it's in great discord. I don't think anyone can disagree with that. I'm not saying more or less than any other time, but I think we can all agree that as of right now, the world is in great discord. And we'll start just we'll start small. We'll start with just our country, okay? And as much as I am completely against the idea of people who go to get their fucking head touched by someone who's shaking while a demon leaves them and they're crazy and they're foaming at the mouth and shit like that. <laughs> Southern Baptist. You know, and I don't, I don't believe in people, you know, going to church and being told they're dumb sheep who need to be saved and you fucking suck. Now get out of here and go do better. Thanks for my great Sunday. I don't you think I mean? people should go to church and handle live snakes either. I but. thought the Christians <laughs> were supposed to love thy neighbor. Yeah, as much as I believe Let in the that, neighbor help the homeless. One of the one of my uh, biggest problems with the constant battering of, and I understand why it happens, but one of my problems with the constant uh, bashing of religion is this: is that I will tell you this. There's a lot of laws that I don't agree with, regular everyday laws. Oh, yeah. We all do. There's plenty of laws that hold us back, and there's plenty of religious laws that hold us back too. But the problem is, you can't just topple all sense of laws at least in my opinion i do not believe you can topple all sense of control here's why because people are by nature unruly sadistic wild animals who do awful things and when you do something like teach your child to say grace at dinner to thank whatever for food in front of them that i'm not saying that i need to whip the back of my kid and say fucking say thank you for your dinner but teaching your child yo Say thanks for your dinner to some, or feel thankful for your dinner. That's not a bad thing to teach youth. It's not bad to teach appreciation. It's not bad to keep people in line because if you gotta keep them a little bit in line. If you don't have a little bit of in line with people, you start to see things fall apart as they do. The complete destruction of religion is not what I want to see happen. Much like I don't want to see the complete installment of religion in everything we do. But I think it's got some basics that give people good things, good feelings. And could really help people grow up to not be such pieces of shit. And I really firmly believe that. There's little things like hold... I know these aren't religious things. They're more like good manners. But they're tied into religion, you know? Giving to charity and, you know, saying thanks for your food and being kind to others and not stealing shit or murdering people. There's nothing wrong with those principles. There's nothing wrong with those at all. But religion does not instill those principles in people. 
Because there are religious well, as fuck people who are pieces of shit, judgmental assholes. But that has to deal with the way that they were taught religion, though. I mean, if you are someone who raises your kids with those principles, but you're not constantly berating them about what pieces of shit they are if they don't follow the rules, if you're not That's... constantly holding them back, there's, it's again, it's people who fuck up religion. That's not organized religion. What you're saying right now is not organized religion. Right. Organized religion is follow these laws that we give you. To the T. And that's or why you've sinned and you have to ask forgiveness from me. And that's why I'm against organized religion. What you're I talking don't about think those good there things. You go. What you're talking about is just teaching your kids right from wrong, and you don't need religion to do that. But you could use religion for that if you didn't do it like an asshole. I mean you it's it true, can be but done. you don't need it. Alright. So that's why there's so many different tenets of religion. And at the time that they're installed, they're usually for good reason. So, again, another thing with the Jews. They don't eat pork. That's because back, back, back in the day, in pigs, the Old were, Testament, pigs were dirty animals. They would, in the Old their Testament, you weren't shit. allowed to They eat. would live in their own shit. They are, they're filthy animals. They also carried very bad diseases in that time period. Right. So if you ate pork, there was a really good chance that you were going to get sick. Shellfish. Shellfish are forbidden in the Jewish religion. I didn't and, know that. If and a that fish doesn't have scales and you eat it, it's an abomination. And so that's you can't because have crab? Nope. Those, back in the here. day, they carried serious illnesses with them. Right, so they put it as part of their religion that you could not have that because if... You can't just say, hey, don't lick that electrical socket because it's going to hurt you. you got to let someone lick the electrical socket eventually. The problem that with this whole thing that I have is that now we're in a new, cleanlier a new age. age. And uh, religion has not caught up. No, religion not hasn't explained to people, this is why we gave you these laws. Because way back then, things were very bad for you and we didn't have antibiotics. You would die if you ate pigs. You would die if you ate shellfish. And it's much easier to just tell a million people, hey... God told you this instead of in especially in, uneducated in, in trying instead of trying to tell every single one of them hey we realize that when you do this you die so just it's much easier to say hey God is killing those people who are doing that but it, now that we're in this age they need to explain that and then they need to let their people fucking eat pork and whatever else they fucking want to eat but here's yeah. the other thing and this is where I'm like you'll find that my we'll call it just called spiritual beliefs are very um, yeah, I guess I'm a selfish bastard. I pick what I like. Yeah, you know, I pick a little bit of here. I take mm -hmm. a little bit of here. You know, I leave out the shit I don't like, and that's how yeah. I construct my thing. And it's that—that's how everyone constructs their thing. Because I know. Well, I'm saying, but you <laughs> say, well, not everyone. Not the people who are in hardcore organized yeah, religion. People yeah, who are in organized no, religion believe the word that is written to the letter. But the you know, because you said you don't need it to to teach kids, and you don't need it. I I can never argue that point. There is no fucking fact. Fifty-five percent of America now. Right. It's now not religious. Now you don't need it, but here's the thing. There are some there's some stories, okay? Kids and if you guys just if you could, and I'm not trying to be that look at me, I'm a father, I know shit. But <laughs> this is a little bit of something I know about kids. Okay. They respond well. They to respond these. well to stories. So mm -hmm. as long as you're not telling them the fire and brimstone and the job stories and shit like that, or people dying of plague and all that. But if you tell a kid a story, much like the stories we read them at bedtime, mm -hmm. Aesop's fables. Kids, fables, dude. Right. Fables do everything that religion does so for So telling you. a kid a story that makes him kind of connect why you should do this good thing, why you should be thankful for this, that's why I don't have a problem with certain small and very you know free religious teachings is because 
four children? Not some. If you're trying to pound an eighteen year old into an eighteen year old's head about you know the fucking the story of Noah's Ark and he took two of each animal, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah he rounded up two of everything, two of every cricket, every fucking. <laughs> Apparently, fucking he had one. 18 inch window for ventilation in that just arc. one just one 450 foot <laughs> arc the fucking <laughs> one window <laughs> but see, certain st- you know you can teach a kid you can teach a kid much more much more easily with fables with stories we want to call them fa- it just i'll go dead center i won't call it facts i won't call it fables. It's just stories if you got some stories to teach a kid something it does help as it, long as you explain help. to the child as you're telling them this that this is not fact, this right. is a story. To you know, you can't explain no. that it helps. No, you. So that's the thing. As a child, you need to just believe something. The same way a kid yeah. needs to believe yeah, in yeah, Santa yeah. Claus, and you yeah. can't tell gotcha. them the same day Santa's not real. Mm-hmm. But as they get older, they start to well. ask questions. My parents did me the justice of never telling me Santa was fake until I asked um, at a certain age. I yeah. asked, and they said... When you my can mom handle say, reality. It wasn't even handle reality, because I, I was like nine when I stopped. I was like ten. I was I, ten. I asked my mom. I was like, Mom, I was like... I was like... I start off with this one, the least believable. I said, Mom, the tooth fairy's not real, is it? She's like, what do you think, Dan? I was like, no. I was like, well, if the tooth fairy's not real, I said, the other ones aren't either, are they? She's like, well, what do you... Th-? Didn't say no. Yeah. She said, well, what do you think, Dan? And I said, no. She let me... Come to progress. Conclusions. She let me progress as a human being and let me take in facts. And you know, there's a small party that does. It, it dies when yeah, you do figure it out. You're like, oh does. god, like this. But that's sucks. the first learning experience you had as an adult. <laughs> and that's why I say that some of these religious teachings are good because when they do get, they need this innocence. As yeah. long as, again, as long as you're not teaching them the evil shit. Because yeah. at one point, they will find out just how ugly this fucking world is, and I'd like to give them a little slice of how it's not that bad for a short time. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. So, Another reason why I you know have a hard time with the uh, uh, smart, all-knowing deity looking down upon us and taking care of all of us. He's not. No, he's clearly yeah. not. It's why people like Hitler Millions do what they people. did. And, you know, it's the reason why people like Stalin, we use him instead because the Clinton... He killed way more people. He killed Hitler. way more people and died, 11 million. Com- and died comfy in his bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's the reason why someone like Princess Diana, who spent her entire short life doing nothing but just fighting against the royal family because they were just staunch assholes and just doing her thing and being around sick and ill kids and just helping whoever she could, dies in a tragic car accident because it had just down to the flip of a fucking coin. There's a lot of conspiracy she, around that, too. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, she still died. She's definitely dead. She's dead. I just need a piece of tinfoil with me at all times, and so when Josh starts hitting one, I can just crumple up the tinfoil in front of the microphone. <laughs> it's tinfoil time. Tinfoil time with Josh. With your special <laughs> That'll be my next segment. That is Josh totally going to be a Josh segment. Special guests, Eric Potts. <laughs> and Thomas Jeske. And Archer. Stop fucking barking! <laughs> You're calling the aliens! <laughs> but that is, so that, I mean, that's part of my uh, defense of religion. Because I don't like to see it get smashed entirely because if people just didn't suck at it so much... It's like religion. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, and yeah. It's if like this, religion were it's like this used, awesome idea that could be done right. If religion yeah. were used to teach people a sense of right and wrong, and not as a major form of social control and manipulation, I would be fully behind Boom. religion. That's right. But it's not verbatim. I believe not, every yep. word you just said. Um, yep. See, look at that. We're all on the same page. Isn't that fucking great. Wow. Yeah. yeah it but doesn't glad, happen often here on Invited This Guy. Glad we came around full circle. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. So, so let's kind of like the circle why, of the. Uh, 
Uh, they, no, never mind. Right. <laughs> let's, let's get into... Josh is like, I've said enough. Yeah. Why religion controls people and why we cannot have, in our current time, a unified religious thought or even just a unified school of teaching to show everyone that you should be a good person. Let's get into that. Go for now, in this country, we have Christianity. Uh, you've got Christianity in a lot of other countries, but um, I don't know them, and I didn't do any research. So <laughs> let's <laughs> let's use them. All right, so I just showed up, had a lot of peaches. Time to talk. No, no, no peaches this week. I'm getting Pears. a new job. I don't want peaches on on my breath. Yeah. I, I had a pear today, and it, it opened up my eyes. Open up your mouth. Um, <laughs> Doles? Get the fuck out of my eyes. So. In this country, we follow, uh, as a whole, Christianity. In uh, Israel, you have Judaism and, uh, I, oh, what's the other one? Christianity. That is? Muslim, Islam. Bethlehem's there. Uh, well, in uh, Jerusalem, the oh, Holy it's, Land. It's Israel versus Palestine. Palestinians versus Israelites. Yeah. Well, uh, there's Islam Jews, versus there's Christians, Jews. there's Hindus. Right. Everyone kind of wants that. The point being, we, all these religions have for so long been battling against each other for control, because religion is a control. If they would have uh, read oh, Josh's sorry, sorry, notebook, wait. they would have like, shit in common. Dude, <laughs> organized religion is a control scheme. Josh, you want copies of that notebook sent to every corner of the world? <laughs> <laughs> Send a raven. <laughs> so, because all of them have their own stories, which is, you know, the Koran, the the Bible, the... Right, the Torah. Yeah, alright, so they all have their God, book. fucking read a book, will you, Pons? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. That's why I'm such a free thinker. I'm dangerous. I'm I edgy. don't read me them book things. <laughs> Too many words, not enough pictures. Fuck all that. I don't like reading much. So because all of these different religions have their own story that meets their own ends, which is control mm -hmm. of uh, people and property or land, they're never going to come together and say, hey, everyone, listen, we're all the same. We're never. all people. That's Never. not going to happen because then the control drops out, which then slowly leads back into anarchy, which is why you see, if you look back at old religions, they fall apart because you see unification amongst the tribes. Well, that dissolves control. A, right. There Once can't be a control grand starts to dissolve together, right. The mm -hmm. bottom drops out and a new religion pops up. Right. And it's, see, it's a cyclical cycle that we can see as far back as written history. And not and now, so you're talking about the control aspect of it all. Now, here's another reason why, because that's always, when we talk about the control of the people, that's whatever power you know, group was in control at that time. Now, here's why, again, it sucks because of people. One of my biggest problems with religion was my biggest problem in high school. Not labels. Getting, not getting enough pussy. Labels, labels and titles. Piss me off, dude. You now you identify. <clears throat> well, I'm a Roman Catholic, vegan, transgender, and that's all you fucking are. You know what I mean? Like that's all you are. Like I'm a Roman Catholic. It's a way to say I mean am something. better than you. I am Roman Catholic, and you are not. And you are. You wrong. don't believe in, in my Jesus Christ. So thus, I'm better than you. You will not go to heaven. Right. You will burn forever and in it's, the pit it's of fire. It's actually people unifying. It's people unifying by outcasting. You get a group of people together and they say, hey, everyone in this building today, we are better than all the people who didn't show up at this building today. Meanwhile, you've got the Native Americans like, oh, these white people. 
<laughs> These white people in their smallpox. <laughs> Comfy blanket I have. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> there it is. That's the worst thing said on the show. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm still floating baby dicks around my brain here. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna like cut that and just cycle that over and over, completely out of context. That's my sound clip. <laughs> Hashtag fake news. I'm still floating baby dicks around my brain here. I'm still floating baby dicks around my brain here. I'm still floating baby dicks around my brain here. <laughs> All right, so I want to, I want a hard tangent here. Um, I listened to another podcast. Uh, these guys. Uh, uh, fuck it, I don't remember who it is. They were talking about this new thing that Adobe is making. Okay. It's a, um... You mean like Adobe Flash Player? Like yeah, Adobe that, that, the brand. Okay, yeah, the Adobe. Brand Adobe gotcha. So they We record fo- on Adobe Audition. Thanks, Adobe! Tonight's show is brought to you by... So, well, <laughs> Adobe is big in uh, photo, sound, everything as far as controlling... Media. The control of your own personal media, they have a platform for it. So now what they're doing is they just came out with this program that you talk to it or you feed it 40 minutes of a person's voice. They can then take that voice and replicate it through text. So you could have 40 minutes of Bill Clinton talking. If you can get 40 minutes of Bill Clinton talking and feed it into this machine, you can type a paragraph and Bill Clinton will say it with his mannerisms, with his uh, uh. Well, you have to do the State of the Union address and you've got it. Everything is there. They're creating the software right now, and it's there. Like it's not. Oh, I think we're that developing has, this. That software has been in place for quite some time. Speaking of which, yeah, just they can not save themselves. The they can save themselves a lot of time on their state of the union addresses if they just walk up to the mic and go, "Well, we're pretty much fucked." <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Uh, <laughs> Nineteen so, trillion in debt. Nineteen trillion. All right, so you guys know Key and Peel. Hashtag build a wall. <laughs> do you guys know Key and Peel? I love uh, dude, they're hysterical. Alright, so I love Key and Peel. No, can we can we can we can we can we put him can we put him out the pasture, please? He just did it again. That one's not gonna be on the mic probably. Um, <sighs> so they had a I think it was Keegan Michael Key. He was giving a speech. Um they had taken forty minutes of his audio, fed it through this program. Uh, then, so you hear him talking and he says this speech where something like, uh, you know, and I, uh, I said goodnight to everybody. I kissed my dogs and my daughters in that order. And, uh, it's like, you know, it was a joke and everyone laughed. Ha 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 ha. And, you know, cause he made a joke. You know, I kissed my dogs and then my daughters in that order. You know, my right. dogs, then my wife. And then well, they were like, okay. So now they typed in front of a crowd of people. Okay. I kissed my you know, oh, maybe you pissed your wife off with that, so we want to get rid of that and make it, I kissed my wife and my dogs, in that order. So they typed it in, and his voice said it. Now, he used all those words. Not a big surprise. They made the audio sound (laughs) seamless and perfect. Well, then they said, all right, well, what about this? I, you know, I kissed my dogs and my wife, and I ran outside naked. Okay, something completely different. And he said it. He didn't say the word naked. He didn't say the word outside in any of that speech. It was his voice. So his when the fuck are you going to tie this into religion? I'm not. I said, oh, tangent. <laughs> I said I'm on a tangent, Dan. Oh, I thought... <laughs> I'm sitting here waiting for the big finale. 
Like, you know, like Moses comes out at the end of this story and splits the auditorium or something. <laughs> fucking nothing. All right. No, I'm just, I'm terrified of that. And that's the end of my rant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's we'll fucking do it. Horrifying. They can make we'll anyone say anything. Episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we did fast Scary pace, technology, cool technology, futuristic technology. Uh, yeah, there's we'll do so many rant. different aspects of that shit. We can talk about each of them for an hour and a half. So let's get back into religion and uh, not just control, but... Dan, I don't like Dan alluded to something important oh, that religion serves a purpose from time to time, and not just teaching right, right. your children how to be decent people, but teaching an entire culture. You can take someone who's twenty years old and indoctrinate them into something. You don't have to start when they're four years old right. when they can understand and remember words. You can you can indoctrinate someone if you are smooth enough if you are Controlling intelligent enough, enough charming you are enough, manipulative enough hh holmes enough you <laughs> can make people believe that oh i don't know let's say um a stone fell out of the sky and you read it with a or a disc a uh, a plate a fell out of the sky a, a plate Think fell out of the sky Scientology. Oh, I'm talking about Mormonism. No, he dug Mormons. He he, oh, he dug, he dug around all day until he found them. <laughs> Think about Scientology. Their their head guy was a science fiction writer. Yeah, you know I mean, like, to, and, and grown people buy into this shit. To famous quote, grown people. To buy famous. Into. To quote Joe Rogan, yeah, uh, you give me a religion that. I can be like, I can tell my dad about it, and my dad's old enough to go, it, yeah, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> and there are thousands, and sometimes tens of thousands of people who live that. That's when it becomes a cult. Right, that's when it, yeah. right. Well, it is. I mean, okay, Mormonism up, is a cult religion of Christianity. Itself, right, right. Cult. Everyone clear their heads for me. Clear their heads, okay? Right. Yeah, yeah. Heads. I know it, exactly and what you're going to do. close your eyes right now, okay? Okay, so <laughs> we just said how it's a cult. All right, so clear your head, clear everything, all right, and think about it. Now, you are, we're going to pretend, no matter who you are, whether you're in this garage here or if you're listening, that you were not really raised with any religion. You have no idea what religion is, nothing, okay? And one day you go to a building. You're told to go to a building where people are meeting. You don't know what the fuck the meeting's about, but they're meeting. And when you go into this meeting, there's a bunch of people who are all sat in organized rows. Up ahead, there are multiple monuments, statues, carvings. Some are a little bit... A giant instrument of torture. <laughs> there is a Jew bleeding from a cross right there, okay? You don't know he's a Jew, but you're going to find that out soon enough. There's a man <laughs> hung up with nails in his Hold fucking on, hands. Hold on, foreshadowing, the story's coming. Yeah. And there, all oh, the windows. Now, there's not even natural sunlight coming through because the windows have been stained with dark colors in the figures of different happenings. Shit like, you know, demons and doves and naked angel people the flying around. Stations of the cross. It's just this weird little babies with wings and shit like that. And you walk in and then there are candles lit. A lot of candles. And one guy's got a ball hanging from a chain. He's wearing a white robe that's decorated in different colors and little things and shit like that on him. And he's got a ball and there's smoke coming from it that stinks horribly. And he's waving it around a casket where there's a dead person and he's saying words as he waves this ball with smoke and there's candles and people are going hum, and people are ringing hum. bells like that song by the crash test dummies hum, there was this guy who you remember that fucking song I that. so what so, do you call that that's a right. fucking cult yeah so i i walk in i see all of that happening and I say, fuck this shit, I'm out. And that's the weirdest <laughs> shit I've seen today. <laughs> but how many people walk in and go, yep, 
regular Sunday for me. Yep, and it's a Sunday down. morning. <laughs> and then they sit, sit down the... and join in with all the other yep. people humming and hawing and kneeling yep, and because standing. Because they know and kneeling all the and songs. And sitting and standing now, and kneeling and standing. They know all the songs, they know all the prayers now, because they did done. it last week. Because dude. it's comfortable. Because it makes them feel special. It makes them feel like part of a group. It makes them feel like maybe, just maybe, the infinity that is the world doesn't mean nothing. Right. Okay, now it's not over. So you see all this shit. Now you sit down, you decide to go through whatever little ceremony they're having. And at some point, a gentleman stands up in front and he pulls out this circular piece of what you can only tell looks like lightened cardboard. And he starts, again, hemming and hawing and someone's ringing bells. And he starts saying words like body of and you, Christ, you know, who is that body of? And they start saying blood of. And you find out that all the people here are convinced that the cardboard he's feeding them turns into the flesh of a dead guy that they worship upon consumption. And then he's <laughs> drinking the guy's blood up there. <laughs> Why is everyone still sitting there? <laughs> yep. Why the fuck does no one run out? It was because no one calls the cops? Nothing. It's because, dude, it's because their parents sat there... And their parents' parents sat there, and their what parents' parents' parents the sat there. And worse, their parents' parents sat there. My mom <clears throat> sat through Latin masses. Oh, they were God, that's even, the worst. They I've weren't had to do even that. in a language. Now they're speaking in a language you don't even fucking understand. <laughs> and you're supposed to reply in that language that you don't speak. Omnius caucus domine. su domine. Domores Requiem. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Now, you want to hear the weird, twisted thing. So I grew up with that religion, and I guess you could call it a, maybe it's just craving something different, whatever. As much as you would think your brain would be programmed when you get older and you're a little more of a free thinker, like we all are, to just break away from that shit completely, i got to be honest with you. When I watch ceremonies of other religions, I'm jealous. I'm like, man, for some reason, theirs looks cooler than mine. It's I don't know why. because we were Catholic, dude. Yeah, but, but Judaism's pretty strict, too. Judaism is very but you strict. See, I'm talking about... And, and you're like, oh, this is pretty... Like, I don't know. Like, I've always been... I'm like, fuck, I wish I could have actually been raised. I wish I could have lived a bunch of different lives and just seen each of them. Because yeah. there is some interesting shit... To just observe when you're going through these, like these. It no, sucks, no, but evangelical shit is the most entertaining. Oh God, that uh, is the no, best. That they have the band. No, that makes me uncomfortable. Jumping up and down. When you watch Borat and he goes to one of those, yep. dude, that shit makes me uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. all those people, serious. they are yep. fucking brainwashed. Yeah, that's every. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Anyone in an organized religion, I truly believe, is brainwashed. They are and have been since birth. Yeah, since birth. I avenge my podcast, cricket. <laughs> Fuck that cricket. We've we've been hunting a cricket for at least three hours. Every two kicks I do, he shuts up for another thirty-eight and a half minutes. So it's okay. <laughs> We're good again. Um, people. Uh, another reason why religion is you no know, so why people um, follow religion or say that they love their religion or, or whatever is because it brings them a sense of community. They feel like they're all a part of a big it's group. It's familiarity. And they get to... Can't you get that from bingo? That, you know that I mean? and 
Um, I say, yeah, some religions are like that, like Baptists and stuff where they pass the microphone around and you talk to the congregation about like who's sick in your family that you're offering up prayers for and stuff. Not in fucking Catholicism. It's not. Right. You walk into a dead silent building and they stare with at hundreds you, of people and if in you it. you show up late, they yep, stare they at you stare and at you. judge you. There they, they are. You well, can see them judging you. judging everyone there. That's why they call it wearing your Sunday's finest. Yeah, right. Because exactly. if you look like a half a homeless exactly. piece of shit, you're going to be judged. The whole thing is about judgment. If you don't show up in your best, then God does not want you. And in Catholicism, you are not part of any fucking community. You walk in, you have your own moment with whatever that you're doing in there. You are silent the whole time, except when you're supposed to talk. The only time when you talk to the people around you is when you say, peace be with you. And, and that is it. God. You shake somebody's hand, you say, peace be with you to the other people. You don't talk to people. No, you, get out you don't of, have a conversation. And you never get out of the comfort zone that Potts has talked about earlier either, because everyone usually sits the same spots every Sunday. You usually yes, have shaking they hands. do. You shake hands with the yes, same people every week. People go to the same exact seat every <laughs> Every time in a massive building. It's crazy. It's great. But that's the other familiarity aspect of it is that you you all sit in there and you know the priest says the magic word and every single person you're standing around goes and God is great. And then he you know, the mass continues and then the, the preacher says another magic word and everyone says and yes unto God. Right, you know, and you're it's being programmed. programmed. Yeah, programmed. Yep. Programmed. Yep. Now, that is okay. exactly what that is because it's a control mechanism. So, and can I give you my death of Catholicism for me and my, we'll call it resurrection of why I became? Let's just okay. say you're as, a born again. As no. long as we get into <laughs> the fact that people need to pay half of their salary to the church. So oh, it's ten percent. Ten percent. Ten percent. Once, once we get in. Fuck once, that. Finish you wise. guys don't pay taxes. Why? Yeah, why? So you guys can pay no taxes on that fucking money? <laughs> yeah. right, so no, we'll get into that. But Here's the heaven basket, fuckers. Um, <laughs> exactly. This uh, this uh, door to heaven, it's one of them new machines. You don't even need cash anymore. It takes debit card now. Yeah. And swipe <laughs> the doors open. It's great. Pass the iPad around. Give yep. it a swipe. So yep. the death for Catholicism with me and then my bringing back to accepting certain aspects of Christianity, not Catholicism. Uh, the death of Catholicism for me happened at a church when I was younger. Uh, the priest, and I remember it, and I'll never forget how I felt and how I felt walking out. Oh, how God, I didn't even, Dan's about to tell his no, rape story. And I didn't, it hurt, I couldn't walk. <laughs> there, you know, I didn't shit right for a month! Monsignor did not take me out to dinner after that ever again. <laughs> I got no more Snickers and Cherry Coke. <laughs> I was disbarred from being an altar boy. So he, he, um, so the priest at one point he walks out. He's got a smile on. He's got this fucking plastered smile on while he's telling people. And the worst part is, is people are nodding, going mm-hmm, like they're doing like something. Yep, yep, mm-hmm, that's right. And they're like nodding, agreeing with him. And he says that all people are dumb sheep, and dumb sheep just need to be showed the right way. Said those, you're all dumb. We're all dumb sheep, he says. And I'm only like maybe twelve. Oh, no, give it the monsignor senior call, voice. Adrian, all the people here, you're just dumb sheep. You need to follow in the light of the Lord and be saved because oh, you're dumb, God. dumb sheep. And I thought, and I'm only fucking 13. And I walk and I think, I can't believe. I'm not a dumb sheep. Yeah, I'm I can't not. believe that to make everyone be good people, he has to tell us that we're all yeah. stupid fucking sheep. Like, I'm sorry, I have thoughts it and I have questions that don't add up to right. what you're saying, you know? And I, I want to... 
God I'm, created you in his liking, but you're all dumb fucking sheep. I'm dumb. Oh, that's brilliant. That makes total fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was the death of it for me, and now the reoccurrence was actually just uh, since I've met Jess, because Jess was raised Catholic like me, but Jess, for many years now, um, her stepmother and her father, they practice, they are Presbyterian, which is just another form of Christianity. And when I went to this church, both Cora and Bryce are baptized Presbyterian, and the woman who's marrying us is that pastor, Pastor Kat, uh, Kathy. She's the one who's marrying us. This place feels good. It's low-lit. They don't read these cringent stories about people dying in the Bible for their, like, they, this woman has actually found a lighthearted way to not fake a smile, but to really be happy for all people who are doing well. She t spends a whole portion of the thing talking about people in the community who are getting over disease and who are doing better. Th that everyone knows in the crowd. And it's amazing. And she relates like, she'll take a, a lighthearted story from the Bible and then tie it into something happening today in an upbeat, positive way. I'm like, now this feels it's, good. It's amazing oh. how great religion can be when it's not Catholicism. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, uh, and I, I have a similar story. My cousin married a, uh, he's a he's a guy, he married a uh, minister, I believe, is what she would be called. What religion? Was it Lutheran? Was it I'm not. Branch? I'm really not sure. She's a wonderful woman. Mm -hmm. She uh, There are she, great people she in read, the church. She read a passage uh, after my grandmother died. You know, she's a new member of the family, essentially. She married into the family. And she gives this beautiful speech about why grandmom's passing was okay. There was no fire. There was no brimstone. There was, was no gore. There, there was no awful. There was no flood and it destruction was, of it cities. It was literally, hey, we're all here to give thanks to the time we had with this woman. Like, it was just beautiful to see what religion can Thank bring. You. Yes. It was beautiful. Like, I, I, for a second, I stopped hating religion. And what you just said there is why I take the little bit of stance I do on the positivities because I've seen what it can do in a positive light and I know that it's not a lost cause it's just that so many people fuck it up so bad yes yeah. they so do. bad and it hurts and mostly it hurts. the people in control of that religion and the people that are benefiting from that religion just those like are the people else, that man. fuck it up the people like in power else. in that religion so we're gonna have to get tie in when we do our conspiracy theory episode which is by the way we're we're up to what three or four parts on what we're gonna need to do for our conspiracy theories uh, yeah. yeah about, we're do multiple about the fact that. that the uh the catholic church in rome is a fucking mafia group. Oh, absolutely. Essentially, just a... a mo that's that's what they are. They're a money laundering By the way, anyone got outfit. a menthol? Sorry to interrupt people. Anyone got a menthol? No, sir, sir I sorry. No, I thought you... Uh, you do. Okay, my man, pots and pans. I'll get more menthols later on. All right, All right. appreciate that. Thanks, guys. All right, cool. Carry on. So... Mm. Mm, there we go. Burns so good. Do you have, Josh, because, you know, me and Pots have chimed in. And, um, by the way, I have to give a huge thanks to... The research you did tonight and all the yeah. cool shit you brought us. Man, no, that was <laughs> see, that was fucking awesome. Thank you for that. That really made this fucking show like develop into like blossom. Glad you enjoyed it. Sir. I do. I appreciate that, man. Me and Potts just got drunk and did <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, wow, he actually fucking did shit for this. But Josh, can you can you reach into your darkened heart, you heathen, um, and find a positive thing you've ever? Give me something positive you've experienced. Okay, give me something positive. There are great people in the church at my grandmom's church, uh, Oakland Baptist. Okay. Um, there, there was a pastor there. His name was Pastor Eric. 
and I believe he's moved on from that church now, but he was just the nicest man. He walked around his congregation and spoke to everyone after every, they don't call it mass. Yeah. In in Baptist, I can't remember exactly what it is. Sir, there's the sermon, or no, um, no, the sermon is is Catholicism as well. Catholicism. Uh, either so way, he was just right. he was the greatest guy. Such a nice man. His wife was so nice. Their two kids were oh, just so my nice. My cousin's wife's Lutheran. Lutheran. There you yeah. go. Um. So it was he changed well we can't I can't really say changed my mind about religion but he is a shining star that I have which star the brightest one or one of the three <laughs> <laughs> that the bullshit religion's based on yeah. <laughs> um, misled as as everyone is yeah. uh, well, but then that's still the thing. we don't know that's the best part that I think we can all come around to and agree on this none of us know what the fuck reality is yeah. we're all just 30 years old trying to grasp at straws here yeah. but we know that what we've been well, what you two have been force fed is definitely horseshit cannot yeah. be correct yeah. can't I, be but I there refuse are... to believe in a vengeful and spiteful god that's yeah, it's, fucked up it is it's it, how and it's so it's the whole thing straight through growing up catholic is one big hypocrisy you are constantly being told how much he loves you, but then how many awful things you'll get put through if you just don't follow a rule. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. You love and don't judge, but then you watch all the other people not loving, not judging, not giving, not caring, you know, all that. So, one thing, um, I guess, let's say what we do believe in, because we've spent the last hour and a half talking about all the shit that we have been told oh, and dude. do not believe. So what, Josh, what Ooh, do you believe? I, That's good. Uh, I have theories, you know, but th uh, they're no, no, just... No, 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 not what do you know. What is your faith that uh, we have scorned so hard this evening? Uh, I mean... Do you want to go last? I would, I would have to say... Uh, do you want to fill out a couple more notebooks? My, <laughs> faith, my faith is what... I, I would wrap it up as the the big picture theory is what I've always called it. And it's not a faith. I don't believe in it. It's just something that I like to think about. And maybe, possibly, it could be true. But I already talked about it. I feel like Earth is an electron. And the sun is the nucleus of an atom. And Earth is rotating around the sun, uh, just like electrons rotate around nuclei in atoms. And right. if you were to figure out how many, exactly how many planets are in the whole loop around sun, because I feel like everything that orbits the sun would count as a different electron. And there's probably millions of things that orbit our sun when it comes to all the asteroids and things. If you can figure out what that atomic particle would be so an atom within an atom within an atom is what you believe i believe that we live on the surface of an electron of an atom that makes up something uh and what i would uh, so like the you, next level so there's know, no end you believe in infinity theory. i believe in infinity theory i guess okay. is what you would say is that it gets infinitely smaller where the atoms that we see we can't have even other... we have to predict where an electron like will the who's. be in Hooville, they live on the snowflake <laughs> yeah yeah we have to predict <laughs> we can't even see uh, electrons around yeah. atoms we can figure out where atoms are and we can i think we can see nuclei 
but I'm pretty sure we can't, we have to predict where an electron will be because it's spinning so fast oh, and yeah. it could be go, in multiple places at once go, or whatever. We can go smaller. We can go almost to the point where you can see those little gaps where apparently wormholes exist. I don't but know if we can no, see we can't. them. Those we are have all theoretical. theories yeah, about they're them. All no, theoretical. We theoretical the wormholes. I'm saying we, we've gotten down to that microscopic level where we see like the little indent we can't, where we no. all right, can't so see The whole them. thing about you change what you observe is perfectly uh, explained by when you try to observe an electron, you you change it because the light that you bounce in to then reflect back for your vision, you're actually altering the orbit of that electron by hitting it with light. Right. So okay. you change the things that you So observe. I'm so tired of this shit. <laughs> so Dan don't is worry about, about the rain down hellfire on this cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, bug! <laughs> Dan is a vengeful god. So in Whose going, podcast is it? In Not going with that, let me talk, goddammit. Sorry. In, <laughs> I apologize. Let's wait for Eric. <laughs> oh, that bear was so good. <laughs> So, in going with this whole thing, we can't even see where an electron is as it orbits its nucleus of an atom. Can you imagine how many times this electron will rotate around this atom in a single second of Earth time? And if you think about that electron being a planet that other people are living on, and those billions of times that it rotates around its atom in a single second that's billions of years that a planet goes around the sun and if that were happening to us where a whole year is one rotation around the sun and billions of years would be one second to the next level, level up, up right. there's no way that we can ever make contact with each other no we're level no. up and level down exactly so like i i'm there's no fucking proof that that's true but no. that's kind of how I think when I see how solar systems are set up. Do you believe that because it makes you feel comfortable? Do you believe no. it because that's I what I believe you're... it because I look at the solar system and I see an, an atom. You know, when you look at a solar system, a picture of a solar system, and then you look at, at a an artist's atom. representation of an atom, same fucking it's thing. the same goddamn thing. An atom of carbon has six planets rotating around a nucleus. Right. That's, that's an atom of carbon. That's a solar system. That's kind of how I feel like things are. Got, and it's something that, you know, like, for that too, you don't have to go to sleep at night with any kind of, uh, with any kind of judgment, with any kind of. Absolutely uh, not. And you know, what it means is that everything you fucking do throughout your entire life, be it good or bad, matters not. Insignificant. Matters <laughs> not. It's all insignificant. We're living. We are fuzz. We are scum that inhabit the the outer shell of an electron. And remember, buddy, in today's world where people put up their Instagram picture of their fucking grilled cheese because they think that's so important, you have to see why it's so hard for people to grasp the fact that what they do exactly. is so insignificant. Right. So there's no hope in my theory. There's, <laughs> there's no hope that there's all kinds of shit. Which was the original, you, which when was the original name of this podcast, <laughs> Two Weeks Without Hope. But I also, <laughs> wait, I also like to think that there's... Uh, universal consciousness that flows throughout everything and that when we die we become oh, the yeah. consciousness again. Now you're dipping again. into what I believe. Okay. Awesome. Okay. We so become the consciousness ter again. Terrifyingly yes. beautiful. Thank you, Josh. Dan, mm -hmm. what do you yeah. believe? Oh, I get the Here go. we go. Uh, okay, so 
what I believe is it, it's great that you ended that way. Clearly, there has to be some kind of recognition of the science that has been put out there for us, okay? And we all know the energy. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. It just continues to exist. We can all accept that. Even hardcore religious people, if you don't accept that, you are truly a fucking idiot. If you don't, don't want to believe in evolution, fine, we'll deal with that later. Dude, evolution. Evolution versus creationism. We'll right. deal with that later. But you, we are all energy. Everything you do, breathe, touch, see, smell, it's all energy. It's all bound. We are all bound. And just like Josh began to say, it's kind of what Mufasa tells Simple. When we die, our bodies become the grass, and the antelope eat the grass, and we're all connected in the great, great circle, circle of life. life. And that's, I mean, I would like the to think The circle of life I'm on my head. It's the wheel of fortune right. Right. At some point we're going to get sued. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yes, we can't fuck with Disney, all right? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Oh, God. God forbid. So you've got this ongoing just energy thing, and I would like to feel like when I pass that I close my eyes it goes black for an instant and then it goes bright flashing flying at me lights sounds every emotion you can experience you are constantly experiencing it all at once now you now you almost melt and you become all else and whatever soul is in you you now flow through I'm flowing through when I pass, let's say it's a, I begin to flow through the bed, through the hospital cords, and then I flow through the nurse's hand as she writes so something. So Dan and then... believes in two hits of acid. <laughs> you know what, man? I'm over here spilling out my heart. <laughs> yeah, smoke some salvia. We'll get there. Well, and those experiences, because you know, I smoked salvia when I was younger, those experiences, that is exactly what... If we all flow and are connected, and we're all part of everything, it then explains all the other weird shit, like deja vu, like mm -hmm. people thinking they hear a voice from a loved one. Oh, I got no. a great like, story about that. Universal consciousness and drugs are hand in hand, and that may actually also be its own episode. Which is right. That is way too much to talk about. Yeah. Let, me, let me finish my, my thing, though. So that is, to me, that's comforting, because I don't have any rules to my thing. There is no place I have to go to say any hymn. I just get to, after I pass, I'm not gone. I'm just in a new form. And I'll tell you this, do you know what I, I'm going to say don't definitely believe in, but I, I can't rule it out, and it's one of my most comforting theories? The theory of reincarnation. The idea of energy re-coming back is something different. Why is that such a far-blown idea? Yeah. Because, it's not nearly as crazy. Well, because it's not the religion of this country. That's why it's such to, a fucked yeah, up idea. Yeah, true, for me true. to die, and then my energy end up, or parts of my energy even, finding its way at the exact moment of conception of a human being somewhere else in the world, and now my energy is incorporating this new human being? Why is it? But or I don't have all of me. Or your trillions so of particles right. becoming trillions of other things. So why is that so hard to believe? I would, and I like the idea very much of the idea of getting to, I know now I'm getting this shit that's like a little more organized, but the idea of Nirvana the idea of you keep coming back and you keep doing a little bit better each time you come back because you carry a little bit of piece of the old world with you. The old things you did. The old, you know, the, and now they say people are old souls. I would love to believe that every time I come back, I'm in a little bit of a better position. I do a little bit better and I just keep going until I reach the ultimate where I don't have to come back in any kind of organic form. I can just now flow through everything because I have reached all I need to reach. To me, that's something I can go to bed at night with. 
That's something I can really go to bed with, and I hope that makes you know, no, some kind no, of fucking sense. That makes sense. Um, I mean, honestly, what I believe is, uh, as far as my religious... Two hits of acid, you fucking <laughs> <jerk>. <laughs> <laughs> my, my beliefs on religion are uh, definitely scattered. I, I would say I'm agnostic. I don't think that there's no God, right. but I don't think it is God and his son Jesus. Dude, I think, right. I think we are all God. Okay. We're all God at the same time. I think any that, any bit of consciousness yeah. is a little bit of God. I think that there may have been some larger entity that forced the first bacteria to become a protozoa, to become a fish, to become a growing nah, They're starting to realize but, that that well, ha- happens it, randomly. It does happen randomly. And life but, is just a, an outcome of physics. That's we haven't proved of any of that. We, I also believe in karma. I believe that um, what you give out into the world, you're going to receive back. And Which I ties don't, in with the energy thing. I don't have a death theory, though. I believe death is just the end. You think it's just blackness? I, I, not, not blackness. Not finality. So nothing I think, which we can't describe, I think obviously. it is the end of your existence. It is just a... And it's done. <laughs> it... You may go out kicking and screaming. Does that you may go you out snoring. Not in that. the least bit. Because like I said earlier, I don't... I find that last paragraph of your story is the scariest part. And the period at the end, your death, is your finality. That's that, the relief. That's, relief. That is yeah. your peace. That is... Oh, Eternal and sleep. It's, and it's it's done now. And that's it. I, it, I don't need more than no that. More I don't suffering. need... If you don't need more than that, then there it is. No. And that's so then I think we all have a belief system that brings us to the point where we feel no need to be beholden to any one omnipotent being that has stories about why we need to follow it. None of us fall in line with the idea that we have to meet up at a certain place one day a week. And I feel like we're all satisfied with where we are. And, and we don't feel like we need any intelligent else. human beings too. So yeah. we can't be that far off with what we're doing. <laughs> I, mean, I know we spend a good portion of our time, you know, taking shots of expensive whiskey that should be sipped or fucking <laughs> or pouring it into beers. <laughs> so me. So I spend a lot of time doing asshole shit. <laughs> Only because he doesn't have to drive after this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me and Josh have to travel after Just this podcast. Just have to podcast. go upstairs and pass out next to someone who pretends to like me. Yeah, I think it's great. <laughs> pretends to believe the same shit you believe. <laughs> That's okay, man. If she's like either of our girls, they don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> no. Mine's well, been listening. Like, I love you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks said, for the listens. She said, I am not listening to this one. Because Jess is more religious. Okay. She, you know, she was raised Catholic. She she believes... Um, and it's, But you see that it's good for her. When she has a God and tradition, it just helps her. Because in her mind, Jess has a lot of disorganized things going on. So this helps her keep organization. And that's and, great. Because we talked a lot of shit about people who are uh, in organized religion being literally idiots. But let's take a step back and realize that people who need that in their life, people who don't have the... um, We have our own thoughts because we were allowed to grow in a certain way. Some people weren't given that. Some people were taught to believe a certain thing. And if they can't believe that thing, the world grabs a... The end of the sweater, that little tab at the end of the sweater, and just unfurls. Right. And because some people can believe that, 
and still be good people, I don't think they're assholes. It's the people that push their religion to their means, um, which I think we're actually not done with this podcast. Yeah, There's a couple more not. things that we like wanted people to say. who try to jam their religion down your yes, throat. That's it. So let's talk about them. So when <laughs> so when you need a religion or not need when you accept when you love your religion and you love everyone else and you believe you can still be a good person yeah you can have your faith and not be a dumbass sheep absolutely you can but the second that you say well okay that's you're all fine saved. and dandy right. but you're going you're, to hell your way is go wrong fuck yourself exactly. your way is wrong and my way is right yeah and if how you say anyone... i need to believe this because it helps me go to sleep at night Mwah, i yeah, love that's you great. enjoy right. it Whatever but the second you, need, you man. say you shouldn't be able to sleep at night because you don't believe what i believe fucking kill yourself there's people dying every day across seas because of a piece of land, because one religion is like, no, your shit's wrong, that yeah. land's ours. The other one's like, no, your shit's wrong, that land's yeah. ours. And they're just dying. And they're being raised to carry weapons and say, make sure you kill this person and because they don't believe the same What shit I can say you. to that is that if we're all created under God's image and likeness and he loves all of us equally, how can you say that some people have it right and some people have it wrong and God judges the people that has it wrong and only allows your specific religion to come up and live with him for eternity? Because that proves to me that proves to me that organized religion is fucked. Do you know that Catholicism says God that loves everyone, you know but he does Catholicism says that unbaptized babies end oh, go into purgatory. purgatory for all eternity. They just float. They just that? float in white forever. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's all right. I With guess. all the dogs and it's, cats it's that you've great. ever loved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 They're all floating in white. Like, eh, it's not great. It's okay. Yeah, it's so-so. The same thing with, is it... Catholicism that also says uh, all pets and like all your pets and stuff go to purgatory. Oh, yeah, I don't know because they, they don't. They, they don't have that. souls. I, yeah, they, I don't think they talk about. They it. Might, I mean, that might be. I'm sure if someone's asked that, that's what the answer they were given. But right. I don't think that's written anywhere in like scripture. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay the but it's also my. You know, my other biggest problem with Catholic religion is they say people who kill themselves go to hell. Yeah. So you're gonna tell me that someone who. Someone who found their weakest moment, they just didn't want to, and fuck whatever you want. Well, you should just get better. You should just go find help. You know, fuck you. Like, people have found their lowest, saddest mm -hmm. moment. They had nowhere to go, and the brain is a, it's like having, people always knock paint, on shit. Paint like, the real picture, though. All right, so um, you were raped as a child. You grew up to have a good job. Finally, your life starts going good, and then your job goes to shit instantly. Your wife leaves you instantly. You lose your kids instantly. And, and you have decided that. that that is your low point in life. And you take your life. Right, but not even them. I don't think that it's, I, I, even if someone had an amazing life, and just one day in the middle of their amazing life decides to off themselves, I don't think that anyone should get to say, well, where do you go? Let's look at your backstory to see if you should have killed yourself because you don't know what's going on in that person's mind. You have no idea. And the one thing about mental illness is that people understand that like, we all treat like cancer, like oh, it's an awful thing. Take care of this person. We treat this, it's an awful thing. Take care of this person. When it comes to mental illness, we don't. We, we turn don't, away. We I don't even need to call it a mental illness, though. Well, it's not. But I'm saying, but uh, sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. So I'll, I'll continue on that. But I'm saying the brain is the engine of your car. If your car has a door ripped off, let's say there's a disease that takes your arm off, you continue to function fine minus the arm. But if your engine don't fucking work, which is the brain of your body shit's going haywire and yeah. people understand that so if this person whose engine is fucked up and just 
craps out on them and they decide they do not want to be part of this anymore, takes their own life. You're saying this person is now going to, when they describe hell, I mean, they describe There's hell. There's nine oh, yeah. circles. So you're hell. burning yeah. or being frozen or in a storm or all these levels of hell because you didn't want to be here anymore? How, how, how can you say no. that you have a forgiving, omnipotent being who then said, well, you gave up, so since you gave up life, I've decided that you're going to be tortured for all eternity. I it's crazy. I went to um with an ex girlfriend of mine. I went to a depression support group. Right. I, I want to preface this with <laughs> saying I don't think suicide's the best option. You no, should we... you should get help. You should try and fix the problem. But I'm going to lay out a story here where at the end of the story, I believe this guy would be in his right to kill himself. Okay. So he tells the story. He his uh. His upbringing was shit. And, I mean, the guy was talking for 20 minutes. Uh, so I'm just going to give the brief synopsis here. Mm-hmm. His upbringing was shit. His first marriage was shit. His second marriage showed him some light. He had two beautiful children. He had a wife. He comes home. His wife had slit the throat of his one child and was in the God. process of drowning his second child. The second child died. The wife goes to jail. This right. this guy has nothing left to live for. The only reason he didn't kill himself is because of his religious upbringing. Hmm. That is the only thing. Now, maybe, hey, maybe this guy leaves the story after I don't know him anymore, and he goes and finds something good. But I would not, as a, non, as a non-Catholic, I would not punish that person for right. taking his own life. How, how crazy is that? And that was, you know, I'll be honest with you, because I had a family member who took their life. That's another reason why I turned from Catholicism. I thought that was the biggest bunch of shit you could ever try to feed people that you're trying to teach forgiveness to. You're sitting there trying to teach forgiveness and acceptance, and then you're like, oh, yeah, by the way, so if you take your own life because you don't like it here anymore and everything sucks, um, you burn in hell forever. It's full of contradictions, man. The whole thing is full of contradictions. It's brutal. So getting that shit shoved down your throat, that's where I get that's where I get I get mad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I can't back a religion I get mad at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to feel mad for my religion. I'm supposed to feel enlightened. I'm supposed to feel lighthearted. I'm supposed to fucking you walk out of the community and feel yeah. happy. Exactly. So it's it's just it's it's so you have to like Josh was talking about adjusting with the times and how so many of these religions have not. You have to. You can't spew this bullshit to modern intelligent adults in today's world and expect that we all did, uh, okay, that makes but a you lot can. of sense. Dude, yeah, you the fucking Bible Belt, you can. There are people that just blindly follow. Look at wouldn't dare to question. Look at the states of Utah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mormons, man. How can you believe that cult garbage? <laughs> after, after California, all of Southern California. How can you be a Scientologist? You fucking retard. After I saw this that guy South has Park written episode. more. Fiction than anyone else in history. Except Walt Le- Disney. No, 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 no. <laughs> no in all seriousness, uh, what's his name? Someone L. help Ron me. Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard wrote more fiction and science fiction than any other person in history. It is fact. If you don't believe me, look it up. I believe these you, my people friend. then believe, I believe one of more these if you fucking had a stories. Like Josh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> How do you believe that fucking garbage? The dude wrote bullshit for a living. He got kicked out of the navy for his bullshit. He got 
uh, his entire life was bullshit, but because you like the fucking story, you run with it? Right, You're exactly. a retard. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, <sighs> so getting, I mean, getting views shoved down your throat is, that's actually my, probably, probably my top, that's my top complaint. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, people are just like, you gotta do it this fucking way or just die. Why? If you don't do it Why? my way, then you're a piece of shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> because God said so. Yeah, but Why? because he, God said so. Did you Why? hear him? Did, God still said so. Did you not hear me the first two times? Did you hear him? Yes, oh, because whoa, I whoa, take whoa. the place are of you, him. Are you questioning God because you're going to hell for that? Yes, I'm questioning. Or that you're going to hell. I'm a doubting Thomas. Okay, then leave. <laughs> leave. Get out of here. That's yeah, it. That's yeah. religion. Leave our congregation. I'm all right with that. I'm just going to yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go, uh, you know, have some fun. Probably yeah. jerk off. <laughs> and on that note, I think we're all going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've definitely, um, you think we've really, I think we've really invested in this one. Right? Yeah. yeah. People got educated. They heard our opinions. You don't like our opinions. You're still going to listen. Yeah, there are um, opinions. We're allowed to have them. So... <laughs> Go fuck yourself. So, all right. (laughs) Now, when it comes to our show, let me give a few shout-outs. First off, we have a big following in Ohio. Did you guys know that? (laughs) I didn't know. Yo, Ohio. What's up? Yo, Ohio. When you you look at the geographic uh, plays for our show, Ohio is our third. Jersey is the top, but that's also because we listen to our show, so I don't really count Jersey. (laughs) There's 63 plays in Jersey. We were, you know, 48 of them. Um, So I don't count Jersey. (laughs) Gotta express that vanity. But all the other ones, so our next is Pennsylvania and then Ohio. So PA, Ohio, and Virginia followed closely by Florida. Thank you guys. We appreciate you Rock guys. on. Thank Tune you in. very much. Got a few hits in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I one, guess. One Jersey's in, limp dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I hate New Jersey too. Delaware is Jersey's foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> Should be cut off. <laughs> for cleanliness. Any of you guys ever see how New Jersey kind of looks like a mailman? <laughs> <laughs> you ever realize what? that? What the fuck? <laughs> he's got the mailman hat on, and he's got no. like a he's got like a hunchback kind of that kind of looks like his shoulder, you know. And coming from a guy like a who made a pair today, no, that's no, I've never. That's just what I've always seen when I looked at New Jersey. You know, it looks like a mailman. Too many people. Dude, you are ruining your credibility for the entire <laughs> a beginning. Bust, a bust of a mailman. You know, a bust. <laughs> how like it starts like mid torso and goes up stop, from there. That's stop with your head. Yeah, <laughs> bust of a mailman. So thank you to the uh, the following, and thank you to even the, the the few people out there in the random states who have listened to us. We appreciate that. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, you know, it's greatly appreciated. Make sure you subscribe, share the show, and now you can follow us on Twitter, which is at WITG Podcast. Okay, that's our Twitter. Uh, now, Josh, where else can they find us? If you go on Facebook and search for Who Invited This Guy, you'll probably find some of our shit. <laughs> and then if you look uh, on Instagram, I try and keep up with a lot of the photos on the stories we tell and general shit that we think is funny. Uh, that's at WITG Pod. I got um, some great religion memes that can go up right, on that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, definitely come check us out over there. And as always, guys, please send us in stories. Um, if you've got something that relates to this episode or anything that you want to tell us, give us a what shout out. What do you love about your religion? Opposedly, what do you hate about religion? Just let us know. And oh, and here, so did I tell you guys? I got a roast. I got a roast. Remember yeah. I told you I put a picture of me? Yeah. And I got a roast? 
the Where can they find was, the picture? They can find the picture on Twitter at okay. WITG Podcast. You can find the post. It's just a picture of me with an eyebrow up, looking goofy. Go with my on, beard. verse Dan. And so you see how my beard is scraggly and has like yeah. an Abraham Lincoln look. So yeah. one dude was like, looks like my dude just broke out of the Amish mafia or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Amish uh, Amish boot camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fantastic. Very yeah. nice. That's great. Was that the only one? It was the only That's one. Sad. What you, the fuck? You get more hits on Instagram with shit than you do with Twitter. Yeah. Twitter and right. Facebook are actually a little more dead than Instagram. But um, so this has been. It's because Donald Trump's on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's focused on what he's doing. Oh my god, dude, he absorbs all the news, motherfucker. Um, so, this has been Who Invited This Guy? I'm Danny T. I'm Eric. I'm Josh. And we're here to say, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself.